Hey, Brian family, Pastor Dan here. Uh, we are. I'm with Lentrell Abston. He is our uh, pastor in residence at Brian family, and he's kind of taken some leadership over our adult ministries. And Lentrell, you're gonna take us through this thing called more and more. What it is, it's we're diving deeper into a text that we preach here on on Saturday and Sunday, uh, so we can kind of look at the text a little bit better and have a better understanding. We just started our series this weekend, this past weekend, uh, on 1 Corinthians, and we looked at Paul's greeting at verses 1 through 9, but I spent a lot of time kind of just uh, giving the cultural and historical context. It was kind of the main uh, main thrust of what we talked about. But in the sermon, I said uh, that we were going to look today, you and I were, mm-hmm. at Acts 18, verses 1 through 17. So uh, I'm going to begin here in just a second and read that. Then I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I would just say, in regards to the message, yeah, you did a great job, bro. Let that be known. Let that be said. You, you did a great job, and uh, I really appreciate uh, even the applications that came from the greeting. It was really good. So we want to recognize that all of our salvation, past, present, and future, it comes from God. And then we really want to model and imitate Paul in how he deals with conflict. Both of those points were really good. Thank you, man. It's good to hear you're paying attention. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Without Thanks. notes. I didn't have a pen or anything. Just up here. Uh, that's good. <laughs> just up here. That's good. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, this, this again, this is kind of the preliminary message for this series that we're going to be in for a while. And uh, as we go, uh, Lentrell and myself or Lentrell and other guests will uh, kind of dive into the text that was preached primarily uh, during this, uh, these episodes of more. But today we kind of want to give a little bit further context, historical context to Paul's relationship with this church in Corinth. And we find that uh, in, again, Acts, the, the history of the church, and the book of Acts, uh, 18, 1 through 17. So I'm going to read that real quick, and then I'm going to pick your brain a little bit, Lentrell, yeah. uh, about this. So if you would, go ahead and join me. If you have your Bible at home, um, you can hit pause, run and get your Bible. I'll wait. Oh, wait a minute. I don't need to wait. You're going to be paused. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Acts 18, 1 through 17. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontius, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And he went to see them, and because he was uh, of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when he had opposed and, and when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, mm-hmm. Your blood be on your own heads. Mm-hmm. I am innocent. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. And he left there and went to the house of a man named Titus Just or, or uh, Titus Justus, a worshipper of God. His house was uh, next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing Paul, believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. And he stayed a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But when Galio, or Galeo, I'm going to hack a few names this, 
this series, just so you guys all know, uh, was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal, saying, This man is persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, um, if, it, if it were a matter of wrongdoing or vicious crime, O Jews, I would have reason to accept your complaint. But since it is a matter of questions about words and names and your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of these things. And he drove them from the tribunal. And they all seized Thosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and began to, uh, and beat him in front of the tribunal. But Gallio paid no attention to any of this. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the, the, the founding of the church in Corinth from the Apostle Paul on a second missionary journey. Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming from Athens, though, and where he didn't have such a great time. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, basically, after Paul preached the gospel in Athens, uh, really kind of set the gospel up for a non-believer, a Gentile. He didn't go deep into Jewish law or anything like that. He preached the gospel. Hey, God, he created us. We're accountable to him. Repent, for he has set a day for men to be judged. And uh, we know this. This is so because of the resurrection. And when Paul mentions the resurrection, they literally laugh at him. They think he's a crazy man. And so when he leaves Athens, I would imagine Paul was a little bit discouraged. You know, mm-hmm. he leaves Athens. They laugh at his gospel presentation and he enters to Corinth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. You uh, um, in our talking before the sermon, you brought some other things up about uh, this this forming of the church in Corinth here. Mm-hmm. I want to pick your brain a little bit. What do you, what do you think, man? What? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that. Paul has a a reliance on the gospel. Paul believes in the sufficiency of the gospel. And I say that because, yeah, he leaves Athens. He could have been a little bit discouraged. But what happens when he gets to Corinth? He continues to preach the same gospel. Yeah, I brought that up in the sermon this weekend too, right? Like yeah. one of the major themes that we're going to come across in 1 Corinthians is this idea of the centrality of the cross yeah. of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and Paul rests in the gospel. Paul believes the gospel is sufficient. No matter, they laugh at me, they reject the gospel, I'm going to keep preaching the same simple gospel. Yeah, and then he gets to Corinth, right? And he preaches preaches this in the synagogue. Only to get run out of the synagogue. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have Sosthenes, who then is a believer. Yeah. And he end up, ends up getting uh, beaten. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. In front so, of the- so no matter what happens, no matter the opposition that Paul faced, he continues to proclaim the gospel. And it's interesting, too, because as we get into 1 Corinthians, every problem in the church, Paul has one solution. The gospel. The gospel. The gospel is the answer to any solution. And the center of that gospel, again, you know, we talked about that this weekend, but the center of that gospel is the cross of Jesus Christ. And whenever that happens, you know, what happens when the cross of Christ becomes peripheral and not Mm -hmm. the center of the gospel? Yeah, when that happens, yeah, other things become uh, central that shouldn't be there. And so we're, we're just mindful that the cross of Christ must stay at the center. And even today... There are so many things that I think we could try to put at the center. Mm-hmm. Like you said, even in your sermon, justice. Mm-hmm. We, we can, it is so, it's so tempting to put justice right, we at know, the center. We know God is a just God. He is. God loves justice. Yeah. And we do know that part of our 
our, our calling to follow Christ is that is part of it, right? Like yeah. that we should want to seek justice in in our in our um, communities. Yeah, it's an implication of the gospel, and it's not the center. Yeah, and and I would say the reason why it can't ever be the center is that at the root, this is a heart issue. Yeah, and the only thing that's going to heal the heart of man is the cross of Christ. The cross, the gospel, and so if. If we leave with anything from this episode of more, it is this. We must rest that the gospel is sufficient. We must be settled with that. That must be a conviction of our hearts. The gospel is sufficient. So maybe, for instance, someone is preaching the gospel to a neighbor or to a child or to a workmate. They keep giving them the gospel and they seem like nothing is working. Don't change the message. Don't compromise. Paul is a perfect example keep with the gospel keep with the gospel that's a good word man mm-hmm. that's a good word thank you guys for for tuning in today it's kind of uh, uh again the preliminary version of this more and and we're, we're seeking to dig deeper um as we preach in the sunday and the sermons um even get ahead of us even you can read the text that's coming the following week and yeah. ask some questions yeah uh, it's going to be no surprise where we're going to be in the following weeks of these uh, episodes because we're going to be uh, going through first corinthians next week i think it's uh first corinthians 1 10 through 17 so if you want to get a jump on that yeah. uh read it now read it tonight write down any questions that you might have and go ahead and shoot them over to the church uh, where should they email those questions yeah just l abstin at berean family can you spell com. that for me L-A-B-S-T-O-N. L-Abstin at BereanFamily.com. You can also shoot them over on, if you're on Facebook right now, you go ahead and shoot your questions over on Messenger and we'll get them there as well. Yeah, yeah, that'll work as well. And we're excited because we believe the scripture, we can always receive more from the scripture. There's always more here for us to learn, more to be applied, more reasons to worship God. And so we're going to enjoy this, you know, going uh, and having more, going deeper uh, with, with you all. How was I supposed to say that? That's good, man. Yeah. I feel like I didn't bring that. You know we're not going to edit this, right? Really? Yeah, for real. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, would you you, uh, close this with a word of prayer? Sure, sure. Father, we... We thank you. We thank you for Jesus and the gospel in which we stand. And we thank you for a faithful servant in Paul who shows us, he showed us in his life that the gospel is sufficient. Father, we are encouraged today to never take a step to the left or to the right, but to stand well, stand firm on the gospel and the cross of Jesus Christ. Father, it is the only solution for our problem of sins. And we understand that and we ask that you would help us to apply that and to live that way. Let the gospel be ever on our lips and shown through our lives. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, brother. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on our first episode of More. Uh, Look forward to to coming back hopefully every week and and seeing you then there as well. Uh, Remember to go ahead and look at the next week's text and write down any questions you might have and get them to uh, Brother Lentrell. Look forward to seeing you next week. Do do more do more go go more go more. How do I how should I say it? I don't know, but that's definitely staying on the video. <laughs> like more, like it's not go more, do more, be more, see more. Are you done? Maybe. Uh.
Alright. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Keep all that, man.